iHeartRadio's getting you in the mood. Yeah, that mood. Binge Sex.Life, Season 2 now. Join sexologist Morgan Penn and Hayley Sproul for a 10-episode journey into the most intimate sides of New Zealand. Morgan's putting her body on the line to find out what's going on inside and outside of the bedroom in Aotearoa. Season 2 of Sex.Life is out now. All thanks to our friends at Wild Secrets. Use the promo code Sex.Life for a 20% discount at wildsecrets.co.nz. The Hits, the Jono and Ben podcast. Spilling the tea on Hollywood's A-listers. Kardashians. I have met every single one. Exposing scandals. Because she's not a good person, but either is he. Digging the dirt. Is she a diva? Yes. And finding out what's going on behind the scenes. Yelling at cast members. Yes. It was a script. No. His identity is a secret. But his stories have been proven right time and time again. This is NT. He's got more information than the Chinese government. Enti, welcome. Oh, that's a tough one right there. You guys are, you guys are, you're all banned in TikTok, aren't you? Uh, you know, I really hope not because it's one thing I enjoy watching. Yeah, well, because we, we're on TikTok as well, and geez, your numbers go through the roof. And <laughs> maybe the Chinese government are like, look at these schmucks. We're giving them, oh, I've got 100,000 views on this video, and they're getting all of, all of Ben's information. What sort of things are they getting from your cell phone, mate? Well, here's the thing. Do you think that our whatever respective government, New Zealand, China, America, you don't think they already have our information anyway? Yeah, mm. no, you're right. Well, I mean, and we've got the vaccine. That's tracking us as well. <laughs> All right. The conspiracy <laughs> theories aside. Speaking of things that people are watching this week, James Corden. It's his final ever week on The Late Late Show. Uh, and I just watched a really emotional thing with uh, him and Adele, the final carpool karaoke. She was talking about how James actually helped him through um, some, some pretty uh, difficult times in her life. You and Jules and the kids was so integral in looking after me and Angela, making sure that I didn't... And I remember you used to do it with humour as well. You used to be like, good luck with that one, like, you know, in any, like, sort of... Hey, you know, at least he helped one person and was nice to one person in his life. So, oh, Ante, there you Ante, go. Ante. All right. He's had a hell of a run, though. Eight years, and he's out of those sort of late night talk shows. It feels like he really does go the extra mile for content creation. I Look, when he uh, came up with Carpool Karaoke or whatever, I mean, that was. That was very unique. The fact that he managed to get Mariah Carey for the first one, and she didn't wasn't on, didn't even really know that it was going to be carpool karaoke. She just thought they were having an interview in a car. Yeah, so that was really good. But does it outweigh the, the horrible way he treated all of his employees? No. Is he loved? Is he loved over there, Corden? I think he's loved uh, nationally, like just by fans. And oh yeah, he's great, and he sings along and does all this stuff. And um, if you ask LA. Like the entertainment community, the you know writers, and no, he's he's hated much the same way as Ellen, right? If you go outside of Los Angeles and just ask everybody around the country, oh, do you like to watch Ellen? Oh, I love watching Ellen. Oh, it's great, it's great, it's great. In L.A., you know, how does she treat the writers? Horribly. How does she treat her staff? Horribly. James Corden, how does he treat his writers? Horribly. How does he treat his staff? Horribly. I mean, hey, we do the same. We don't even talk to our writers and staff, do we? Because <laughs> we, we don't have any writers on the show. Yeah. They're not allowed to look at you in the eye, are they? They are not allowed to look at you in the eye. They come in, you they got to keep their heads down. That's right. We don't even know their names. We're just like, hello, staff. Good morning. Um, what's he going to do? He's going to the U.K., isn't he? 
Uh, I guess maybe he's going to go make some really bad movies again. There's always the possibility of Cats <laughs> 2. Cats, or... cat, the Cats Return. I, I, want a ba- I want to have a bad word said about Peter Rabbit, all right? I loved him as the voice of Peter mm. Peter Rabbit. Uh, Peter Rabbit. Didn't he make two of them? <laughs> he did, actually. He did, I mate. There was two of them. Saw them both. That, that, that was fine. Hey, <laughs> uh, Ed Sheeran back in court over uh, copyright claims from Marvin Gaye's estate that he... Uh, Copied the the melody to one of Marvin Gaye's songs and uh, reused it for thinking out loud. And I'm thinking about how. And if you feel like I feel, baby, then come on. Hasn't this already been in court before? I'm sure this has, right? I mean, Ed Sheeran's been in court for like, okay, you cannot. I think Marvin Gaye's estate should have just taken their win and gone home. Um, they were lucky to really win the Blurred Lines one. Uh, it could have gone either way, but they, they did beat Robin Thicke and Pharrell, and they got a bunch of money. They got enough to last everybody who's alive there for the money for the rest of their lives in the next generation. And instead, what they've done is like, huh, let's find somebody else to go after. It's a very common game. The problem is, as you know, time goes on and on and on, there are only a finite number of melodies. Then mm. courts are really getting tired of it. They go, yeah. Okay, yeah, I, I see the little sense, and it just depends on this particular jury or a judge. I don't think that anything is going to move forward. I think the Marvin Gaye people are going to be out of luck on this one. And he's been and he's been through, like you said, a few times before, and he's proved that he hasn't copied songs in the past, and I don't think someone of his stature or his level of success would. Hey, Enti, go and have a wonderful week over there in the States, mate. As always, we appreciate your time. Hey, you guys have a wonderful week too. Appreciate it. One of the scariest things you can hear as a parent is quiet. But if you do get a little quiet time, have a listen to The Parenting Hangover. It's not scary at all. If she thinks, man, I've had a shit Mother's Day, it's not on me, okay? You're not my mum. That's the kids. The kids should have been best behaviour, and they chose not to, okay? Yeah. They chose to give you crappy presents. They chose to complain <laughs> at the nice breakfast we made. I'm just there, I'm helping, yeah. but it's, sorry, mate. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.